0: Oh, wow. What a great song. Uh, this uh, We've been listening to The Neals here. And welcome to The Women's Show. I'm Deb Anderson here with you until 2 o'clock with the finest of music performed by women. And, you know, I've been following The Neals since the mid 90s, actually, maybe 98, I would say. Um, and we are listening to the brand new album. It's called Circle of Days and started out with When I Was a DJ, which I thought was pretty appropriate for. Starting off a radio show uh, with the Niels. Uh, after that, another song dear to, near and dear to my heart because it talks about Nebraska. Even though I'm not a native Nebraskan, I certainly do love the state. And uh, it's from their album from 1998 uh, called Play. And after that, we ended with The Darkest Day, which is coming up here in about a week here on the 21st. But it also talks about, uh, it says the name of the new album called Circle of Days. Uh, and if I'm fortunate enough, I've got both Narissa and Katrina Neeld on the line. Hello, can you hear us? Oh yeah,
1: so a-
0: good. absolutely. Um, and wow, it's um, what a great new album you just put out. It's your 21st album, which is quite an accomplishment, right there.
2: Our albums are legal. We're incredible.
0: Narissa, uh, um, could you get a little bit closer to the phone? We can barely hear you. Yeah, I really could can hear- barely hear me. Oh, oh no. Yeah. I can hear you. you
2: can you hear now. me now? Yes, now we're Okay, going the problem it.
0: is we're sharing
2: earbuds and katrina's clearly has the microphone on
1: her earbud i was leaning towards Nerissa, but she kept leaning <laughs> away from me the closer i got to her i was like what do you want from me
0: you weirdo <laughs> you two probably you these saying, yeah, have the these squabbles all the time we do we do
2: um So anyway, it came from performing with Dave Chalston, Katrina's husband, and our longtime bandmate and uh, producer. Uh Um, All of these songs sort of came from our acoustic collaboration with him every Monday night Mm.
0: when we do a streaming show for our Niels fans for all over the world. Wow. Um, And did did you write all these songs? I know Narissa probably wrote the songs uh, during the pandemic, basically. Most of them were written during the pandemic. A couple were written right before Hmm. the
2: pandemic started. And one of them was a co-write with Dave, the angel on the roof. Yeah, but that was definitely during the pandemic.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. So you were at home, apparently, um, and probably in a lovely home in Western Massachusetts somewhere.
2: Every place in Western Massachusetts
0: is lovely. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, we're sitting in Narissa's kitchen, and we're
1: um, we're listening to the rainfall around oh. us, which we're actually kind of grateful that it's not snow. Oh well, yes, we're not quite ready for that. Exactly. Um, well, but yeah. it's been a long time since we've been to Nebraska, so we're very excited to be um, to be virtually in Alaska <laughs> in, in Nebraska.
0: <laughs> well, yes. Sort of, kind of, at least uh, you had a whole song about it and, and a, an album yes. called Play, which, was that actually supposed to be a play? Because it kind of seems like it was. Um, you no, know, it wasn't. It w- we were thinking,
2: the reason we named that record Play was because our album, um, I mean, our record label, Guardian, which was of EMI, had folded in, like, January 1st, 1990. 19- mm-hmm.
0: And we, we were we were afraid at the time that we were gonna lose um our album Gotta Get Over
2: Greta you know, too. It was gonna be put in a vault somewhere.
0: Narissa, can you get a little closer again? Yeah, sorry. it's um, okay. I can't hear <laughs> And I wanna I'm hear her. So uh so we were in
2: despair and Dave Chalfant said, said to me when I was feeling really sad about um you know, losing our our recording career mm-hmm. he said well we can still play we could still do all of our oh. shows we could still play and it oh, was such okay. an inspiring freeing insight and kind of the theme of our career ever since of like we don't need you know we've had other record labels but we don't need a record label in order to play we don't we are we have what we have we didn't need anybody's stamp of approval after that it felt very
0: free how great is that and actually the cover looks like very free it's uh, a young child which could have been one of your chil- children because both of you have a couple of kids uh, running free in the field uh just having a great time yeah i feel like that photograph shows just you know the kind of joy and abandon that
1: um that a child can have and that we adults are always trying to get ourselves back to <laughs>
0: yeah right yeah well uh, by the way, I'm talking to the Neilds, which is Narissa and Katrina Neild, sisters. And you can obviously tell if you listen to the opening set, you've got that blood harmony going on with the two of you. Um, Katrina does the lead, Narissa does the harmony, um, writes songs, um, plays guitars. You've The two of you have done so much. And you've done a lot for children. Um, you both have children. Um, you've done uh, a book, a uh, book several uh, albums um, for children and you also do family uh, concerts um do you, do you feel like a lot of your focus is on your children and on on families
1: you know narissa and i were raised in a pretty musical household not the kind of musical household that was sort of pushing us to become professional musicians but the kind where music is just as as important to family life as food (laughs) Uh and our dad played the guitar and he probably played, you know, he probably knew about eight chords and he (laughs) um, was able to play uh, hundreds and hundreds of probably thousands of songs for us. Mm. Um, We grew up with a record player playing Odetta and Peter, Paul and Mary and um, the Clancy brothers and um, Mm. Joan Baez. And so Music just was always important to us, and then we made it our job. And I remember when, our, when we told our parents that we were going to squander our college educations and become <laughs> folk singers. They, their number one concern for us was, are you going to ruin this thing that you love by turning it into your work? Oh. And hmm. both of us sort of said, well, we would like to have our work be something we love, so we're mm-hmm. happy with this. Mm -hmm. but it did take something away from music for a while for me at least Mm -hmm. and when I had children I remember my younger child before he could talk he would get off my lap and crawl over to my guitar case and bang on it until I played for him.
0: Really? And
1: it gave me music back as a form of joy and communication and not as a not as a job or as commerce or anything and it just i think made me want to be able to give music back you know when and we and we were on the road a lot less when our kids were little and as a result we are able to really uh set down roots in our communities and when you when you set down roots in a community you sort of look around and say what do i have to offer mm-hmm. uh-huh. and um you know i think about farmers and healthcare workers and teachers as being just like on it's really obvious what they're supposed to offer and um for musicians it felt less obvious i was like what if they don't like what i have to offer mm-hmm. everybody has their own musical taste <laughs> and then i just thought that's silly i'm just going to give it and i um spent my kids whole elementary school volunteering at their school all the time to teach music and um, learn from the kids and give them what I had been given. And Narissa and I made our records for kids, and we ended up writing a book called Altogether Singing in the Kitchen, Creative Ways to Make Music with Your Families. Mm-hmm. And Narissa wrote a young adult novel based oh. on one of her songs called Plastic Angel, based on This Town is Wrong, and um you know we just started feeling like this is what we have to offer and so we're just going to offer it in all the different ways that an artist can offer things mm. and um it's it's it feels good when you spend a lot of time just trying to make sure that people are buying your records um it's it can end up feeling less fulfilling than when you are looking in somebody's eyes and mm. giving them a song
0: well, I've seen some videos uh, and, uh, of you doing a concert for kids. And, and it's so much fun. You two get so into it. Um, mm. You just like, bump into each other and, and play around. And the kids are just fascinated, I mean, by what's going on up there on the stage. And you just you get them involved in the songs and the words. And, and I know, um, Katrina, you're a cartoonist, too. You do a lot of the covers. You did... Uh, Got to get over Greta. You did that cover. I did not do that. I did not do
1: that. That was done by Stefan Sagmeister, who is like a Grammy award-winning artist. That was an early work of his, but I Ah. cannot take credit for that amazing artwork.
0: It was pretty amazing, reminded me of Linda Berry out of Seattle. Yeah, that that primitive art. Uh, But you, you do a lot of the artwork on on the albums, and certainly on the kids' albums.
1: I did. I did the artwork on the kids' records, and um, I did the cover of a B-sides record of ours called Moose. And oh, right. I do a lot of the sort of promo stuff. And back in the 90s, when there wasn't so much internet, we used to do a paper newsletter that I would draw a cartoon of all the Neal's goings on <laughs> as we <laughs> traced around the country. Right. <laughs> but I haven't done that in a while. I, I miss it. It's a, it was a fun medium and i miss it too i love those (laughs) well
0: you still have a newsletter which i actually did sign up for with the four thousand subscribers um which is kind of what comes out like weekly and you kind of talk what's going on with the neils and all kinds of fun topics
1: yeah we have um i wouldn't say that it now comes out every week but close to you know we're not perfectionists
0: And I—that's why we
1: became folk musicians. (laughs) Very wise choice, Um, yeah. But uh, when we have something to tell you, we'll put it out. When um, we've just put out a gift guide, in case you're like stuck on what to get people, we tell you all (laughs) all of our favorite things of the year, and um, we often share new things that we have discovered—either books or songs or recipes or TV shows or um, internet memes that are just you know,
0: the most joyful. Oh, my. It just sounds so much fun. I'm just so glad I got involved in this whole newsletter thing uh, <laughs> with the, the Neils. Um, you know, you're you're also a photographer. I'm a photographer. And uh, the cover, even though I'm not sure that you put out a digital or put out a hard copy release of Circle of Days, is one of your photographs, isn't it? Yes. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Yes, it sure is. And we do have hard copies of the CD. Um, Narissa and I uh, live two blocks away from each other and we each have dogs who happen to be litter mates. And mm-hmm. we um, spent pretty much the entire year of 2022 walking a mile each direction to the place where that photo was taken. It's a lake mm-hmm. near our house. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a beautiful walk. It's the kind of walk that in New England is different every time you go because the seasons change and Mm -hmm. um i decided to take a picture of that spot every single time i went and that was the very first one i think the one that's on the cover of circle of days happened on january 1st Mm. Um, and we didn't make it every day every day but i think i ended up with um over 150 pictures of that exact same spot wow i love it and um it was cool how it changed and um it became kind of a you know we weren't traveling a huge amount, and life was a little bit weird still, and it was this um, reminder that the world was continuing to go on, that time was continuing to happen, even while we were all um,
0: more still. Ah, well, that makes such perfect sense, and that's how you came to the idea or the epiphany that uh, you should that Narissa's songs that she wrote earlier would be perfect for an album called circle of days talking about the seasons and holidays and they would kind of fit in that whole kind of uh concept
1: well as you can imagine on these walks that we would take we would have conversations about everything from you know parenting to politics in nature to what we were going to make for dinner, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. new cleaning products we found that were especially effective, <laughs> to um, our art. And I uh-huh. remember, Narissa had written a handful of songs at that point, and I said, "You know, they feel
2: a little like a
1: calendar."
0: Mm.
2: And Narissa ran with that, and she did. Well, the original idea was to put one song out a month until we had twelve, um, but then we just we just wanted to work all of them together. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'd been doing a lot of studying. In, in,
0: is that Greta? Uh, Greta in the background? That is, that, no, that one is Hudson. Oh, Hudson. Okay. I don't Hudson. like the neighbor's
2: chihuahuas at all. <laughs> um, anyway, we, we, we decided, yeah, we've long, I've long had an interest in um, writing songs about the less major holidays, the more obscure holidays in this country um, and all over the Western world. Uh-huh. And we used to joke that because we got played on so many public radio stations that we, you know, we would write a song for every single minor holiday there was. And <laughs> <laughs> so we'd always have things to, for the DJs to play. That's um, so perfect. But it was... But it was interesting, uh, you know. I was sort of learning about pre-Roman calendar times and, you know, the Celtic circle of days and and the the, the way the our current holidays are really built on top of pre-existing ritual days. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I just found that really fascinating. So, well, anyway, I don't know if you can. Sh- the darkest day which i really wanted to end with talks about circle of days it's for winter solstice um which is perfect when uh, it's uh actually the first song in the album too that you start off with that um, and then you kind of you you have a song for bridget which is yes now we call it it's a groundhog day now or is it bridget's day or that's in one of those obscure we call ones it-
2: yeah, in this country, we call it Groundhog's Day. But um, in the British Isles, it's St. Bridget's Day, I believe. And before that, hmm. it was a goddess, Bridget, in Ireland and in Celtic mythology.
0: Hmm.
2: Well, that's- but it is the point, the exact point between the winter solstice and the spring equinox.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. And, and of course, you did a song called New Year's Day, which is coming up, um, which is, I mean, actually, I mean, Marissa really did cover it pretty much. A, uh, a lot of different uh, death and resurrection. Uh, I guess you could plot that into Easter. Um, and in Passover and...
2: Um, right. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. And in there, spring in general. And there were all sorts oh, spring, of right. spring, you know, death and resurrection rituals pre-Christ. So it goes way, way back, you know, these Hmm. yearnings of human beings to mark the time in some
0: way or another. Well, that's great. And you know, and I love the line from, that's what we do. Um, and Nerissa writes, I want to write one sentence that is true and say it to you. And that's what we do. And I guess that pretty much sums up what you guys do. Oh,
2: nice. Yeah. I mean, it's, I think we are part of the reason that we are performers and songwriters and singers and and love the folk world so much is because it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like we've made something until we can share it with somebody mm. else. You mm. know, and the best the best work feels like a gift, and that's all we're trying to do is give a gift.
0: Well, you've done twenty-one gifts. Uh, not even talking about the books and the video. Uh, you did do a wonderful uh, video um, called um, Organic Farm, and you use that in on your uh, family shows. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and and we're in the process right now. We
2: made a whole DVD uh, of a show uh, back in 20, 2009, I think, um, and we're in the process right now of. Releasing one song per month from that DVD, so that oh great, that are they'll they'll all eventually be up on our YouTube channel.
0: Uh, we I want mentioned mention uh, you've got some great videos on a YouTube channel. And by the way, I'm talking to the Niels, uh Narissa and Katrina kneeled, um sisters forever singing together forever probably sang together in the womb do you think the two of you
2: well you're you're not <laughs> well, twins we didn't share a. Wo- oh yeah we didn't share a womb but we sang uh, in the next best thing which was the trunk <laughs>
0: <laughs> is that right well that's perfect and and of course you've been singing and um like you said you your father and your mother sang your father played guitar um yeah uh, katrina you did the lead vocals and narissa did the harmony that kind of fell into place how you two related to each other because your your vocals are seamless and plus you do such interesting phrasing. Um so unique and distinct your voices. Um if I hear a song one you know sentence from you I know exactly who's singing, which is quite a compliment to any singer. Wow, thank
1: you. Um I mean I think that there's a on
0: this record there's a few
1: songs that narissa sings lead on and I sing back up. And the way that sort of gets decided is pretty organic. Um, hmm. Sometimes it'll be the key that the song's in or I'll just hear a higher harmony or Nerissa will just hear a lower harmony. Hmm. Or sometimes we trade off who's singing the melody and, you know, at the beginning of the song, it'll be me singing the melody and then wow. we'll add a low harmony and then the third verse, I'll sing a high harmony and Nerissa will, will sing melody. Wow. Um, but we like, to, we like to mix it up. Well, I mean, partly because we both have egos and also (laughs) partly and we like to be the boss. And usually (laughs) the melody gets to be the boss Uh of the phrasing and that kind of thing. Um, But I feel like there's definitely an advantage to being genetically connected. But I also feel like we've now been doing this for decades. Oh, yeah. And we've been arranging songs for decades. And we sort of know what the other person is likely to do, what's, what the um, the tools in their toolkit are, what their vocabulary is. Mm-hmm. And um, that often makes us know, oh, wait, I think this song calls more for how Nerissa is inclined to approach a song. Mm-hmm. Or I think this calls more for what Katrina tends to do. So sometimes there's a fight. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> like in the... Yeah in the arranging process. We have to have uh-huh. lots of fights. <laughs> and sometimes fun. the fight is over what key it's in. <laughs> and sometimes it's just over who gets to sing it. And <laughs> it's, you know, That's it's funny. part of the process. Right. The good thing is, is that having fought for also decades, we're, we're pretty good at at holding our ground, but also being gentle with each other. And yeah, we keep, the, in.
2: we keep the gloves on for sure.
0: <laughs> well, it's, it's so great i mean you definitely have that sister thing going on and you've known each other and then you said right you've been performing for professionally for 32 years i think since the early 90s uh you started doing open mics out in washington dc you found this guy named david jones and part of the many davids that end up being in your band over the years (laughs) yep yep uh And you end up marrying most of them, (laughs) not most of them, but (laughs) a a couple of them. Um, Two out of three. Two out of three is pretty darn good. Um, But, uh, yeah, you did open mics in D.C., and then you got a trio, and you put out your first couple albums, 66 Hoxie Street, which uh, was a residence where you used to live in Massachusetts. Um, Yep, very good. And that, yeah, uh, you did live at the Iron Horse, which is a great establishment in Northampton, That's right.
1: Yes, the Iron Horse, um, it's one of our favorite places in the world, and it did not, it seemed to not survive the pandemic, and all of us in this community were sad and mourning it. And just recently, um, a nonprofit group that makes music in the area, the parlor room, um... Purchased it, and they're oh, great. they're renovating it, and there's a big fundraiser going on right now. And soon we will have our beautiful Iron Horse back.
0: Oh, how great is that? Because um, I I think you're you're got lots of things coming up in your calendar. Are you, aren't you doing some holiday show? Um, yeah, a we've week got a or holiday so. Holiday
1: show coming up in on December 23rd around in these parts, oh. and in March we're heading out. The closest to Nebraska we have been in, oh, I think at least a decade, we're going to get to Chicago Ah. and... um Yeah, that's as close as we get to Nebraska, sadly. Maybe the next time. Well, Well, maybe
0: the next time. I would love to have you in the studio. Uh, Boy, I've been such a fan of yours for so darn long. uh, To actually meet you. you. Well, you bet. I I got turned on to Gotta Get Over Greta. I thought that was such a great song. I mean, that whole album was Mm -hmm. my first uh, purchase, my first listening, and then I started playing it because I was doing radio then, too. And by the way, talking about doing radio, Katrina, you were a DJ at one time.
1: I was for I was a substitute DJ. Oh, a so I substitute. didn't have my own show that was that was on. But um, there's a, a great radio station in Hartford near where we used to live, um, WWUH, and I I was a substitute for a folk DJ who played drive time on Wednesday mornings, and I was also a sub for a rock show in the afternoon. Mm. It was very fun getting oh. to decide how to put those playlists together.
0: And I can see that that transfers over to putting album songs together. <laughs> I mean, that whole thematic thing. Yeah, and I'm also the thing. person
1: who does our set list for every live show.
0: Uh, makes perfect sense that you would do that, because how things flow together just makes it really special, you know, and people want to keep listening for sure. And I love how you put together circle of days. Um, you start with the darkest day, you end with New Year's Day, and you're going to all different mm-hmm. places during the season in between um and really interesting i narissa i know you're the you write do you write all the songs or does katrina add a, a few words here and there
2: um katrina certainly has written songs in the past generally i write most of the songs um mm. And I think yeah, I think on this record I wrote everything, and except for "Angel on the Roof" was a co-write with Dave Chelsent. um He was playing some music, and I said, "Oh my gosh, I love that!"
0: Can
2: I? Hmm. That? <laughs> and he said yes, and um so I started writing a song, and I kept bringing it to him to see if it was matching like the musical vision he had, and that was a really fun process.
0: Oh yeah. um the co-writers uh it's an interesting collaboration uh, kind of like a marriage so i hear when you write songs together um it's amazing but apparently you write them on your own and you just make little notes and how do you come up with the music and then the words you put them all together i mean i'm always fascinated by the process of writing a song
2: it's always different each time but generally um you know, sometimes I'll just sit down and play and something comes out. Sometimes it starts, like Darkest Day started because I I was playing a certain chord in a strange voicing way up at, at the 10th fret of the guitar and just sort of playing with that, and the song kind of came from that.
0: Hmm.
2: Um, and as I said before, Angel on the Roof came from a piece of music that Dave was playing, um, and then other songs come from a concept. And Katrina will often give me a concept. Katrina
0: mm. um,
2: said that... Katrina came up with, I think, the the line, I remember the drive on I-95, the day that Elvis died. I think that you came up with that whole beginning. Is that right? Mm. I don't think
1: I came up with the new line. I think I just said, will you write a song about that car trip? Which is a real car trip that we were actually on. Ah. Um, and... Then you came up. And I th- i might have told you to add the part about going to our grandmother's house. Yes,
2: you did. You wanted to write about that. Hmm. Anyway, that really was what happened in 1977 in August when Elvis Presley died. We were on the way up to our grandmother's house. Hmm. And and so I, I wrote that song right at the, or I wrote a version of that song right at the beginning of the pandemic. But I didn't really like the way it came out. And I didn't revisit it again until right before we went into the studio in 2022 to make this record. I thought, oh, I had that song about I-95, and I went back and worked on it some more, and it made it on as comic books and movies. Ah. And then there were other songs. Ugh,
1: let me try to remember. Well, I was thinking of Gotta Get Over Greta, which I saw the graffiti gotta get over greta in the women's bathroom at the wetlands in new york city and i ran back to the dressing room and i said to narissa you need to write a song called gotta get over greta that's sort of like margaret atwood's novel cat's eye that's about the breakup of two best friends and how that platonic breakup can be as painful as a romantic breakup and then she wrote Got to get over
0: Greta. Oh my gosh. Yep. Uh, Now it's a mystery solved. I was just like, how could you write such a great song? Well, you've written so (laughs) many, so many great songs, but that one is the one that captured my attention way back in 1997 or 8 or whenever. It was great. one other thing, a couple of things. You were, you were in a band for a while. Now you're a duo or sometimes you're a trio with your husband. Um, when you guys go out and play, is it the two of you or do you bring along Dave? Most of the time, it's the two of us. Occasionally, we get a full
1: band together. And then also occasionally, Dave Chalfont comes and plays with us and our christmas show that we're doing we're actually doing with um a singer songwriter named ben Demerath, who made our christmas record with us and he has just an incredible beautiful tenor voice actually he's got a mm. gigantic range you could sing almost any wow. part um and it's very satisfying to sing three-part harmony with him oh and my so god that's why we did our christmas record with him
0: oh my I- it reminds me of the Roaches. They did a wonderful uh, Christmas album, and the three yeah, of them, when go. they were, you know, Maggie was still alive. Um, yeah, Beautiful harmonies, and of course, that's the other sister thing going on. By the way, I'm talking to the Neilds, which is uh, Narissa and Katrina Neild. A um, couple of things for, I'm going to let you go, and I, I know you kind of stopped being in band because you were asked to play Lilith Fair back in 1998. How, what was that experience like?
2: Well, it wasn't. It wasn't like we stopped being a, in a band because of Lilith Fair. What happened was, we were asked to be in Lilith Fair in 1997, and told that we could only come as a duo. And at the time, we just felt like that was insulting, and we said no. And then. Um, by 1998, a couple of the guys were really tired of all the touring we were doing, but Katrina and I weren't quite tired yet. Mm-hmm. And so we be- we began to um, do something that our friend Dar Williams called the probe effect, based <laughs> on a joke from Star Trek That's right. The Next Generation, uh-huh. right. <laughs> <laughs> that we would be like the, the little probe ship going out and letting <laughs> the world know about the Neals while the guys could stay home and cool their heels. And so we did (laughs) say yes to Lilith Fair at that time. Um, And it was fun. I mean, I don't remember too much about it. It was just a festival, and it was cool.
1: We just had an amazing experience this fall, though, playing for Dar Williams' new festival, River Roads. Oh, wow. And it was... um, it was just an amazing lineup. Amy Ray and her band were there, and Dar was there, and Sean Colvin. Oh my gosh. And Sweet Honey and the Rock. Oh my goodness. And Heather Maloney and Wow. Um, and my kids' band, Kaibe Jones opened the day, and Aisha Burns was there. and Lisa Loeb was supposed to be there, but unfortunately got sick. But it was an amazing experience, and it ended with um, a big sing along of "Closer to Fine," and oh, I got great. to stand next to Amy Ray while she sang. Oh my god! A verse of "Closer <laughs> to Fine," and let me tell you, that <laughs> voice is is even better than the recordings. Like oh. I can't believe what a phenomenal
0: sound that was. Oh well, she's she's such a natural uh, entertainer, singer, uh, just all around human being, and and her live yes. show. Well, the Indigo Girls' live show, and Amy Ray's live shows are fabulous um gosh well i probably should wind it down uh, a couple of things where can you be found on social media the neils well you have to spell our name right
2: n-i-e-l-d-s that's how you spell neils and then you just kind of look up let's see on on instagram it's at the Neels band all one word mm-hmm. and on facebook it's the neils hmm. um and on Insta, no, on, on X, it's NERCAT. Any are non not go
1: there ever, so oh. you'll be bored <laughs> if you go
2: there.
0: Yeah, I don't go there. <laughs> uh, and
2: we've got a YouTube channel, The Neals, and we've got, a, we've got a website,
0: The Neals. Okay, well, you're out there. That's it. Yeah, we're out there. You can, you can find The Neals if you look for them when you've got 21 albums. You're working on your 22nd album by chance? Well, yeah. our brains. I have about three.
2: Three and a half.
0: Three and a half songs? For
2: the next record.
0: Oh, that's pretty good. You're on your way. we have a title. Yeah. What's the title? Wait, we do?
2: <laughs> we can't tell you. It's-
0: you can't
1: tell I think we me. We have more than one concept for our next record. Do you
2: remember Chickadee?
1: Yes, I do remember that, but I thought that we changed
2: our minds. <laughs> what? I didn't change my mind. We, it's we changed our minds. The
0: truth. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be telling me, then it's out there in the world, and oh and no, no, no. Well, especially if one of
2: us disagrees.
0: <laughs> which apparently you are disagreeing. So, <laughs> which apparently
2: we are. Yeah.
0: It's yes, indeed. I don't like
1: to make up my mind ahead of time. I like it to grow organically. She's, so I'm waiting till the writes like five songs before I say yep that's the name of this record
2: ah. so I got a song and a
1: half to go you got a song <laughs> and
0: a half and then you can name the record you can clue
1: us all yeah in. maybe we'll see put it okay. in the newsletter it a really long time to
0: name well I, there's no rush in putting this out is there i mean you've done 22 albums you've been performing 32 years i mean maybe it's time just to you know let it happen organically like you said
1: That's usually what happens. We wait until there's so many songs, or we we have songs that our live audiences are starting to beg for, and we think, oh, it's time to go back to the studio.
0: Ah, well, that's great. A um, couple other things. Well, one more thing, because we've got to wind it down. I really enjoyed talking to both of you. Um, I'm gonna end with a song, and I usually ask if this is a song you want me to end with. I kind of pick something out, and what I picked out is "Working on a Building." Um, what, would, oh. what would you like me to end with? Is, would that work? We would love that. We would love that. It's,
1: Nerissa thinks of it as a winter song, so it if feels have, like perfect. the right time
0: of year for it. Oh, well, it, it really its so ethereal. It's so beautiful. I mean, the the harmonies and the, the music, and it's just very thematic. It's like a film. I feel like I'm... Visually there, as well as sonically mm-hmm. there, um, which you know I guess makes some sense because both of you are very visual. Like certainly, you, Katrina, being a photographer and a and an artist. Um, I mean, working on a building. What does it mean for you? Is why did you write it? What is, uh, Narissa? What what went into it? Um,
2: well, I was raising a son, and he was at just the most delicious age it felt like every age was delicious with him but Mm -hmm. he was he was just so happy and um and I was listening to a song in church the the gospel song working on a building which is a very different feel from the one I ended up writing and Mm -hmm. and uh I think I was I was feeling a, a particularly sad and familiar feeling which is oh my god my kids are growing up Mm. and these delicious wonderful years are eventually going to come to an end Mm -hmm. and thinking about the work going into homemaking not just home I mean that sounds so like I don't mean homemaking like Martha Stewart I mean the kind of thing that Katrina was talking about earlier about the kind of musical home we were given by our parents and all the ways they did that consciously and unconsciously, and all the things that any parent does that's conscious or unconscious that creates that particular home for that particular time in a person's life. Mm. So I was just thinking about all those things, and uh, it came out. I I wrote it on the piano, which is unusual for me,
0: Um, Mm. but yeah. Well, it's gorgeous, and I'm glad you, we all agree. We all agree on ending with working on a building. Been talking to the Neils, um, brand new album, Circle of Days. Um, I'm sorry you're not making it, Nebraska, on your tour of 2024, but hopefully you'll get here one of these days. One of these one days. One of these days. One yeah, of these days, and we'll come. <laughs> uh, well, you're invited. So come on down. <laughs> Uh, we're going to end with, from Circle of Days, called Working on a Building. And you are listening to the Women's Show, Sweethearts and Badasses of Americana and Beyond, with the Neals. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed talking to the both of you. Thank, Thank you, you, Deb. You bet. We'll see you soon, hopefully.